This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall has been quick to respond to the recent ruling coming from the U.S. Supreme Court on a case that's coming out of Alabama. The high court ruled five to four that the state of Alabama must redraw its congressional districts to create two districts with a majority of black voters. Marshall told 1819 News that the ruling was disappointing and that the case is still not over. Marshall says that the Supreme Court based its decision on the preliminary injunction record that was compiled before a district court ruling against the state. That all occurred in January of 2022. Marshall believes that the state is still entitled to have the full case presented to the U.S. Supreme Court in order to prove that members of the electorate here in the state have the same opportunities to participate in electing representatives regardless of their race. Governor Ivey is touting a report from the U.S. Labor Department that shows the metropolitan areas here in the state are boasting some of the lowest unemployment rates in the nation. The Birmingham-Hoover metro area has an unemployment rate of 1.6 percent, with a population over 1 million. Decatur and Huntsville came in with 1.4 percent and Dothan at 1.8 percent. These numbers are coming from metrics for the month of April 2023. Three of Alabama's metro areas held a three-way tie for seventh place on the top 10 list. Those metro areas were Auburn-Opelika, Birmingham-Hoover, and Daphne-Fairhope-Foley. Ivy says that Alabama's unemployment rate continues to reach historic lows, all with the help of a combination of a great workforce, economic incentives, and low tax rates. Dutch citizen Joran Vandersloot is currently residing in the Hoover Metro Jail in Alabama. This comes ahead of an extortion trial in federal court in Birmingham. Vandersloot is facing federal wire fraud and extortion charges regarding the family of missing Birmingham teenager Natalie Holloway. Vandersloot sought to get $250,000 from the Holloway family back in 2010 in exchange for him revealing where the remains of Natalie were located on the island of Aruba where she disappeared in 2005. Natalie was last seen in the presence of Vandersloot. Inmate Casey White is sentenced to life in prison in a Lauderdale County courtroom this week. White pleaded guilty to the 2022 prison escape charges that occurred with the assistance of corrections officer Vicki White. Vicki White later took her own life when the two were caught by authorities in the state of Indiana after an 11-day run. In court, White apologized for his actions and said that he did care for Officer Vicki White, and that is why they sought to escape and start a new life together. White was awaiting a capital murder charge trial before he made the escape with Vicki White. That trial is set to begin this coming August. A prayer event occurred in Mobile in front of the Cathedral Basilica ahead of an LGBTQ event that is happening in that same area this weekend. The prayer event was initiated by Mark Foley, who leads a group called Wake Up. Foley is asking the people of Mobile to pray to God for a blessing and the expansion of his kingdom. Foley says this is about humility, repentance, prayer, and seeking God and asking him what he would have the people of Mobile do in light of this further push for LGBTQ ideology in the city. Foley says the country is engaged in a spiritual battle, and rather than have a spirit of anger to address the problem, it should be addressed with prayer and asking the Lord what would he do in this situation. A date has been set for the grand opening of the Montgomery Whitewater Rafting Park. That date is for the weekend of July 7th through the 9th. The park is located on Maxwell Boulevard near Interstate 65 and is on a 120-acre plot of land. There are various water pools that allow for kayaking, rafting, and paddleboarding. Grand opening events are free to the public, but any whitewater activities will involve a purchase ticket. 
For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, former President Donald Trump revealed on his Truth Social account on Thursday night that he has been issued an indictment from the U.S. Department of Justice for his handling of classified materials at his home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. The FBI seized those documents in a raid that was conducted in August of 2022. Trump said in that post that he's being indicted for boxes of documents, while Joe Biden has thousands of boxes that are insecurely placed at offices and homes and even his own garage where the Corvette is kept. Our country is going to hell and they come after Donald Trump weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. Trump will now have to appear in a federal courthouse in Miami, Florida, next Tuesday. Trump says he's an innocent man and that this is a dark day for the United States. Well, the timing of this indictment is highly interesting since it comes on the exact same day that the FBI did an about-face on handing over documents to the House Oversight Committee. You may have noticed that there was no contempt of Congress hearing as planned on Thursday against FBI Director Christopher Wray. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer canceled the plan for that hearing after the FBI reversed its stance on a certain document that Congress was seeking to obtain and read. Comer released a statement saying that after first refusing to admit the 1023 document even existed, now the FBI is allowing all members of the Oversight Committee to see that record. The 1023 form in question has to do with an FBI interview with a confidential informant who revealed several years ago that Joe Biden was involved in a bribery scheme while he was also serving as vice president. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia is on the House Oversight Committee, and she talked to reporters about what she saw when she viewed that document. Back in 2015-2016, Burisma was looking to buy uh, a U.S.-based oil and gas company, and this came from being advised by Hunter Biden and his partners. Um, Biden had told... Biden said Shokin was corrupt. That was around the time of this meeting was when Joe Biden as vice president had said that the prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. They hired Hunter on the board to make the problems go away. That's what they specifically said. Um, Hunter advised that they could raise more money if they bought a U.S. company. So the, the informant was advising them, don't go this route. You, why would you buy another U.S. company while you're under investigation? That's not a good idea. The owner of Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. What I read today is, is again, shocking. Just as what I read in the Treasury Department with all the SARS report is shocking. But we are going to continue following this investigation. We're going to continue to look into every single thing that we can uncover. And I have very high expectations of Christopher Ray that he'll do the right thing and continue uh, showing the, us the information that we're asking for. And a reporter at the White House, one single reporter, was brave enough to broach the subject with Joe Biden himself, who simply grinned during that question and then said this. The bribery allegation, Congresswoman Nancy Mace says there's damning evidence in that FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? 
I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, it's a bunch of The communist government of China and Cuba have reached an agreement together that will allow China to build a facility in Cuba that'll place it just 100 miles from the coast of Florida. The purpose of this facility is for China to use its highly classified intelligence for electronic spying. The capabilities of the facility would include communications of emails, phone calls, and satellite transmissions. There are 21 countries in Latin America that have reached different agreements with China and its Beijing Belt and Road Initiative, which is an effort to gain control and influence in the Western Hemisphere through the building of global infrastructure projects. The family of the transgender shooter in Nashville are now looking to place the manifesto and documents belonging to their daughter into the hands of the victim's families. Audrey Hale is the deceased shooter who left behind journals, hard drives, computers, and documents about her shooting plans. There has been an ongoing legal battle to get those documents released to the public and to media outlets. With Hale's family now seeking to involve the victim's families in this issue, it's much more likely that those documents will never be public since families are expressing concern about compromising security at the Presbyterian Church and school where the shooting happened. An appeal hearing on this case will happen June 16th. And the decision makers for Bud Light Beer may not be really learning all that much from a recent boycott that has cost them an enormous amount of profit and sales of their product. Bud Light is now sponsoring an all-ages drag party, even though the company's recent alignment with transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney has roused the average American to stop drinking the Bud Light beer in protest. The all-ages pride event is scheduled for June 17th in Flagstaff, Arizona. The poster for the event says it's a family-friendly event. Other sponsors of the drag show include Old Navy, Toyota, and Coca-Cola. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 